may be seated. It is good to see you here this morning. Hope that you guys have all had a had a good week. Um, gift of prayer, gift of prayer. You know, think about over the last what year? It's been a whole year that we've been in this pandemic, or we've been in this lockdown. We've been in this time of um, to where really one of the only things you could do is pray. You couldn't go into the hospitals. Only here recently we've been able to, to allow one or two guests or, or family members or whatever in. It's hadn't been able to go to the nursing homes. Just think how many times you've had to go and look through the glass or stare through the window at, at family and friends that are in the nursing homes. One of the things that we had, one of the only things that we had was prayer. You see, you see uh, issues pop up all the time. You see things happen. Uh, you read about it on social media. You, you see accidents. We had accidents in our own church family. We've had uh, surgeries in our own church family. Every week, you guys, we, we leave out of this building and we go our separate ways and life happens and through the, the gift of social media, I guess, we hear about it instantly. We see all that's going on in the lives of those around us. And people hurt, people suffer, people go through a lot of difficult things. And we can't always be there with them. We can't always be there with them to hold their hand. We can't always be there with them to walk through those trials. Whether it's, it's a fire, whether it's a, a valley, whether it's a death. Pick all the things that we struggle with, all the crises that constantly come about. I don't know where we would have been this past year. I don't know where we would be any day of our lives if it were not for the gift of prayer. Prayer is conversation with God. It's communication with the God of this universe. Our Savior, our Lord, let me simply ask you this. How is your prayer life? I pray that you're a prayer. I trust that your prayers, I trust that you have a vibrant prayer life and that it's not an ever so often when you think about it. I pray that it is a continuous conversation throughout the day that may start in the middle of the night and just continues through the day. Prayer is talking to God. It is communication with the God of this universe. How do we know what he wants us to do? Through prayer and through the leading, the guiding, the nudging of the Holy Spirit. We pray before we move. We pray before we go. We pray before we do all those things. Do you pray before you eat? You should. That little, that little moment, that little time, stop and pray. Well, nobody else is stopping and praying. Well, you stop and pray. Do that. Be that initiator, that instigator. Be that light, be that person. Prayer, guys, is such a gift. Prayer is such an awesome. What if we didn't have it? What if he had have just gone away? What if he says, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I'm going to come again and receive you unto myself that where I am you'll be also. But in the meantime, you're on your own. What if he hadn't sent us back the Holy Spirit? What if he hadn't given us the, the means to call on him? Whether it's Whether it's surgeries are coming or accidents happen or loved ones die or, or tests. I got, I got reports. I mean, we think about all these things. What about not just prayer to help me or prayer to walk with me? What about prayers of praise? 
Guys, we got so much to be thankful for. We got so much that we can talk to God about. It was, it was a beautiful, beautiful weather, beautiful day out there. We've, we've experienced beautiful days. Thank you, Lord, for beautiful days. Thank you, God, for good days. Thank you, Lord. That is prayer. That is talking with God. Last week we were over in Colossians. I want to invite you to go with me over to the book of Colossians this morning. We're going to finish up sort in my Bible. It's almost the first page. We've preached the first page of Colossians. We're going to finish it this morning, and it's all about prayer. Paul says there, look at what he says there, writing this letter to the church there in Corinth. He says in verse 3 and 4, We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have for all the saints. How do you... You know, sometimes... Um, how do we express love in the body? How do we express love in the body? Yes, we can be there for one another. We can give things. We can, we can give gifts. We can... We can acknowledge them. We can, um, we can verbally walk up to them and thank them. We can do all of that. But I want you to skip down to verse 9. There's a model prayer in here. There's a, there's a picture of prayer that, guys, if we could take this. You say, what can I pray for people? If you could pray for your families, this. If you could pray for your loved ones, this. If you could pray for those around the room, this. We could pray this. This is a model of a prayer that we can use. We can use in our daily lives over people that we come in contact with. Look at what he says in verse 9. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, heard of what? Your love for the saints, verse 4. We have not ceased to pray for you. You know, we, got, we come in here on Wednesday nights, and on the back of our focus, we've got a prayer list, and we've got names of needs, but it's not always just needs. It's not always surgeries coming up, or long-term bouts with cancer, or, or, or long-term assisted care facilities. No. Guys, one of the best things that we could be doing for one another around this room is praying for each other. Just praying. Just I've done it many times since I've been here is look around, pick somebody and pray for them this week, whether it's a Sunday school teacher, a teacher, a leader, a friend, a neighbor, somebody that's sitting next to you. Because here's the thing, we don't know what they're going through. Life can happen to them in an instant. Life can happen to them. They leave and everything is fine and the next moment you're getting a phone call. Guess what that's called? That's called life. And guess who's immune to it? Nobody. Guess who it could show up to next? Any one of us. That's why we've got to be bathing one another in prayer. Guys, I believe it. Pray in church. You pray for people because you love them. You pray for people because they're part of the body. They, 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 they're in this journey with you. They're, they're going through this same life that you're going through. They have the same struggles and the same trials and the same decisions and the same ups and downs and roller coasters that we all face. Every single one of us need to be interceding on behalf of everybody else. Do you ever, you ever catch yourself just thinking of somebody? 
I do it a lot. That's how I, I'm being honest. That's how God talks to me. He just lays things on my heart. He lays people on my heart, and I try to pray for them. Wake up, usually this is how it works. I used to could do it. Remember when you used to could visit people and go to hospitals and nursing homes and go see people and all that stuff? I'd wake up and God would lay these names on my heart and I'd try to see them or touch base with them or find them sometime that day. And I'd go to bed and have seen them all and touched base with them all and somehow touched them all. And the next morning I'd wake up and a whole new patch of them would be on my heart. The next morning a whole new group of them would be on my heart and every day I would try to go find that group of people. Just how I've done it for a very, very, very long time. COVID, I said COVID's aggravating. COVID frustrates me. But I still pray. Names pop up in my mind. Well, so it was was crazy. Have you ever have you ever thought about somebody and you and the Lord puts it on your heart? I believe it's the Lord putting it on your heart. It's the Spirit of God putting that person on your heart, and you begin to pray for them, and you you don't know what you're even praying for, and then all of a sudden you hear something. And you're like, wow. You're in tune, you're listening to the Spirit, you're listening. Paul says, since the day I heard of it, I've not ceased to pray for for you. Guys, if there's one thing that you could do for those around this room right now is pray for them. Because you know the neat thing about a Sunday morning is we all walk in and we all sit down and we don't know what we're coming from. Everybody looks good, we're dressed nice, our hair, hair is right where it needs to be, but it didn't always look this way all week long. We dress up to come in here. We put on our Sunday best to come in here. But life is happening everywhere. And let me say another thing. Everybody looks like they got it together, but I can guarantee you everybody ain't got it together. There's some mess in this room. There's some trouble going on. There's some struggles. There's some body aches and some back aches. There's some headaches. There's some issues, there's some marriage problems in this very room. There's some marriages that we don't know about it because we look around and, wow, y'all look good and y'all are doing a good job to look good too. And you know it, you're working hard to make this all hold up publicly, but behind the scenes there's crumblings going on. The devil says that's the lie from the devil is they are, it's everybody's better. Everybody's struggling somehow. Things happen. Life happens. Just because you walk in and everybody looks good don't mean it's all good. So what do we do? We pray for one another. You, you, I, I, I don't want to stand up here this morning and say, hey, get you a group of names. I don't want to just say, limit it to your Sunday school class. I don't want to say, limit it to your pew or the people in front of your pew or behind your pew. I just say, be led by the Holy Spirit. Be led by the Holy Spirit and pray for this body of believers right here. Pray for people. Pray for the group right here. And you know that's a foreign concept for some even in this room. We pray for our families. We pray for our struggles. We pray for the immediate needs. But you know if we're not intentional, if we're not very proactive the rest of this room we'll see on Wednesday and we'll see on Sunday and we'll see on Wednesday and we'll see on Sunday but if we're not intentionally bathing one another in prayer we'll miss this 
He says, from the day I heard about you guys, I've been praying for you. Been praying for you. You say, well, I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to say. I don't know what they're going through. And you won't always know what they're going through. People aren't just going to walk up and say, hey, my wife hit me last night. That's not a normal Sunday morning four-year conversation. That joker hit me again. I can't take it much longer. We laugh, but there's, we know what we're talking about. There's real life happening, and it's real. And to have the, the ability to just do that, to cry out to God on behalf of somebody else, Lord, you see what they're struggling with, you see what they're facing, you see what they're going through. Look at, look at what he says to ask. Look at how he says ask. Look at the, the example, biblical. All scripture is God-breathed. Everything we have written down is for a purpose. There's no accidental words here. There's no useless words here. For this reason also since the day we've heard of it, we've not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Pray for those people around you that they'll know God's will for their life. That they'll have biblical, spiritual, Holy Spirit-led insight and to know exactly how they should conduct themselves, how they should carry themselves, how they should act today and tomorrow. And when they go through life, Lord, I, I, I pray for them that, that, God, you'd give them wisdom, that you would give them insight, God, that you would, you would help them know how you want them to live, Lord, how you want them to act, how you want them to carry themselves. You know, that's different than what we normally do. It's normally, Lord, they got a surgery coming up, or Lord, they had an accident, or, or Lord, they, they got a, their mama's sick, or Lord, they, you see, we don't stop and say, Lord God, give them, give them wisdom to know your perfect will for their lives. Because that's where we get in trouble is when we, when we veer off and all spiritual wisdom and understanding is, is when we veer off and, and, and I fix it to be selfish. I want every one of y'all praying for me. Please, I beg you. I beg you right now. In the name of Jesus, I need every single one of you praying for me. I ain't ashamed to ask. Pray for me to have wisdom. Pray for me to walk in a manner worthy of the name of Jesus. Pray for me to honor him with, with power and boldness. Pray for me to, to understand his will for me and to stick with it. Pray. I, 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 I humbly, yet honestly, yet boldly, yet pick a, pick a word to say, guys, bathe me in prayer. And I'm no different than everybody else. Whatever you pray for me, pray for them. Just, just look around the room. Look, look around the room. Stand up. Stand up. You can't see each other sitting down. Stand up. Look around the room. Spend time. Holy Spirit of God, in the name of Jesus, don't just look at your family. Don't just look at your son. You got to do, here's what I want you to do. Play something. I want you to do a 360 in the pew. 
Holy Spirit of God, as your sons and your daughters are looking around, show them somebody. Who do you see? Who did you see? Because I believe that this is how this always works. There's people you just saw that somebody else didn't see. There's people, there's two and three and five and ten people that you just see and you just took note of that everybody in the room did not see, but you saw them. And you know what you saw him or her doing? You saw him or her twisting And you saw him or her sitting there doing whatever the preacher was telling them to do. Why? Because they're just wanting to grow just like you are. And God showed you him or her. And that person is trying. But you know what I can absolutely guarantee you? They need your prayers too. Because to run well, to finish this race well, to do what God wants us all to be doing, we cannot do it in a vacuum all by ourselves. we got to have one another buddying up against us, praying for us, praying that we'll know God's will for our life. Y'all sit down. You remember who you saw? You remember who you saw? I can guarantee you, he or she needs that prayer. He or she needs to know the will of God for their life. For this reason, also since the day we've heard of it, we've not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Verse 10, so that... So that you will walk in a manner worthy of the name of Jesus. Worthy of the Lord. So that you'll walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. Guys, I want nothing more for me in my life than to be found faithful. Walking in a manner worthy of Lord Jesus. That's what I want for me. And I don't think there's a person in this room that does, that's a believer that doesn't want the same thing. You want to be found faithful. You want to be walking in, in God's will. You want to know God's will and you want to walk worthy of His name. Church, we can't do that on our own. We need each other praying for one another. Interceding for one another. Going deep. Who did you just see? I guarantee you. They sat there and they spun around. And they were listening and they were saying, Lord, show me somebody to pray. All the while, five or six eyes was laying on them. And now five or six eyes, ten or twelve, fifteen eyes are now looking at that person. And you got a whole bunch of people looking at you, praying for you to know God's will. that you be found faithful. Guys, that's the beauty of the body. That's the beauty of community. That's the beauty of being in this thing together. Is we don't, we don't have to go out and do it alone. We've got each other 
prayer partnering up against us and, and silently intercessory prayer behind the scenes. Let me ask you, whoever you saw, you didn't accidentally see. Whoever you saw, you didn't accidentally see. And you may not even know their name, because I don't. But I see them regularly. And I just saw them trying. And I just saw them spinning. And God, God makes them so clear to me. And the Lord lays them on my heart and I just I pray for them. God, I pray that you just give them wisdom. That you would, you, would, you would help them know your perfect will for your life, for their life. God, well, how, do you, how do you want them to finish this race? What do you want them to be doing? Lord, they're still here on this earth. You're not done with them yet. We serve a God of so many chances. We don't serve a God of just second and third and fourth chances. We serve a God of a lot of chances. But here's the thing. How foolish is it of us to sit there and say, Well, God, we know that you will forgive me. So I'm just going to go do it my way. And I'm going to rest under your grace. Don't do that. Who knows the right thing to do and doesn't do it to him but his sin. If we sin that grace abound, God forbid. I want to be found faithful. I want to be found walking worthy. I want to be found pleasing him. Look. Look at what it says. So that, verse 10. Verse 9, for this reason also since the day we've heard of it, we've not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you will be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects. Who doesn't want that? Guys, there's not a one of us in this room that is going to look at you and say, I don't need that. And there's also not a person in this room that said, hey, you saw me, but I don't need that prayer. No, we all need that prayer. We all need that. We all need that. Because we're walking a manner worthy. Pleasing Him in all aspects. And look at this. Bearing fruit in every good work. Bearing fruit in every good work. You could, you could sit there and you could take these, I don't know, you could go take a bunch of them, but take these four verses and read over and every morning. Get you a list. Get you a list of names. Get you a list of those you just saw. Take the people at work that need Jesus. Take the people at your school that need Jesus. Take the people that you hear are struggling, that are, that are going through this life just like you're going, and read over them, Colossians 1, 9 through 11, 12. Just keep reading over them. They know His will, that they'd walk worthy of His name, that they would bear fruit in everything, and that they would continue, that they would have power, that they would have strength. Read it. Uh, for this reason also, since the day we've heard of it, we've not ceased to pray for you. 
and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please Him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all power. There's none of us going to sit there and say, I don't need that. We do need that. We need discernment. We need that. We need this. Increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all power according to His glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience. stick to We're good at doing it once. We're good at doing it a few times. But you know, I just want to keep doing it. I want to please Him in everything. I want to, I want to, I want to make the right choice every time. I want, to, I want to bring Him glory in all that I do and what I say and what I think and where I go and what I, my hands do and what my eyes see and what my mouth says and what my, my, I put in my mind and where my feet take me. I want to please Him in, in all respects. I want to bring Him glory. I want, to, I want to boldly stand up in this world for King Jesus and glorify the name of the Father through the Son. But I need your prayers. And I don't think there's a person in here that says, I don't want that. And guess what they need? They need your prayers. They need brothers and sisters who are in the same fight that they're in, who are on the same journey that they're on, who's headed to the same place that they're headed. There's nobody any further along the journey. There's nobody any that's gotten any more. We don't, we're all just, we're blessed. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Guys, how's your prayer life? You say, I don't know what to pray. Now you do. You say, I don't, I don't know who to pray for. Well, now at least you got some idea. How often? As often as you think about them regularly. Make it a routine. How often do you eat? How often do you go to the bathroom? How often do you brush your teeth? How often do you shower? How often do you shave? How often do you drive? How often do you sit there and do nothing? How often do you pull your cell phone out and thumb through Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all those other things for lots of minutes at a time? I don't have time. Yeah, you do. How often do you go to the bathroom? How often do you shave? How often do you brush your teeth? How often do you do all those things Put a list on your bathroom mirror of a bunch of names you just saw. What will it matter? Why, preacher? What's the, I've given you the application, but why? Because we can't do this without it. We're weak. There's... The fervent prayer of a righteous man does something. This world is hard. And I have to make decisions a lot. And I need people standing in the gap. Praying that I would have wisdom. That I would please him. That I would 
walk worthy of him, that I would have power, that I would be steadfast, that I would be patient, that I would be... I need to know there's an army back there behind me. Don't don't you want that? I don't pray like I should. I don't pray as often as I should, and I don't I don't pray with the boldness that I should. I want us to stand back up and look back around. But before you stand up, stand up. You're like, why is he standing me up? Because you're going to see somebody in a minute. I want you to, um, let me pray over, let me pray first. Father God, as humbly as we know how, as humbly as we know how right now, God, and our spirits, who in this room as brothers and sisters in Christ do you want us to intercede for what a blessing it is that we have to be able to pray what a blessing it is that we can come before your throne of grace right now and Lord around this room we may not even know the names of everybody but we've watched the families and we see them raising their kids and faithfully trying. We see them coming and they're single. We see them coming and they've lost loved ones. We see them coming and they've had surgery. We see them coming and they've had, they're sick, Lord. We see them coming and, Lord, they're just faithful. God, we see them. Who do you want us to see this morning? God, just as Paul wrote to the church there in Colossae and said, since the moment we heard about you, we've not ceased to pray for you. God, who do you want us to see this morning and not cease to pray for? In Jesus' name, amen.